The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to the show. And finally, the Raiders eke out a victory in the 2018 season. We got that and other things here on show 513. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the post game for our only victory of the season. <laughs> and it was a strain, to say the very least. The victory against the Brownies at home. I thought we were going to win by TD, but no. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a friggin' game. And a pregame for. The chargeless, nutless, boltless chargers. Um, yeah, we're going to L.A., but we might as well be going home because it's going to be all silver and black. And yes, one more thing. We've avoided the suicide hotline. Once again, thank goodness. Thank you, Raiders. You saved us from that tragic event. And then the bone line will wrap it up. We're going to hear what everybody has to say. Um, it should be more positive. I'm hoping this this game, uh, this this post game, we'll see. But uh, hey, man, we got a W. I don't care how we did it. Let's find out how we did it. By the way, on our first story of the show. All right, it's the post game for the Brownies. <laughs> oh, God, Baker freaking Mayfield. Showed up in Oakland, and boy, did he ever. In a 45-42 victory, the Raiders gave everyone a freaking heart attack and stroke in this particular game because it was that intense. Every play mattered. Every inch mattered in this contest. <laughs> oh my gosh. When Gary and Conley caught that first interception and ran it back for a TD, I thought I was going to fall out of my seat. You are listening live to Oakland Raider football and the cry today, Lincoln Kennedy, just finished, baby, as the Raiders hope to win for the first time this season after losing their first three. And here in a black hole, it's the welcoming committee for Baker Mayfield, the first player drafted overall in the most recent NFL draft, making his first start for the Cleveland Browns, who are coming off their first win in 635 days. And again, it is a gorgeous day. We're underway in Oakland. All right, and the Browns will start from their 23. Carlos Hyde's the running back, and they move Mayfield up underneath center on first down. Handoff is to Hyde, cut back, and he's upended at the 25. Rashawn Melvin, the corner, came up 
quickly. There seems to be, Lincoln, a togetherness with this defense that I'm looking out there. They huddled up a long time, and they were ready for that run, and they bring in the nickelback now. Here's Leon Hall. Well, you're right about that, Brent. You know, you look at the last couple of games, and the defense has gotten progressively better in the early part of the games. They just have to finish. Sooner or later, Mayfield will try to test Conley, who's lined up on the right side of the defense. It's going to be second down and eight coming in from Mayfield and the Browns. From the gun, looks that direction, looks against him. Deflected, intercepted, Conley on the ricochet. Conley 20, going for the end zone, baby. Touchdown, Raiders. Boy, I tell you, what a great play. Conley was just in the right place at the right time. Marcus Gilchrist made, made a break on the ball when Baker released it from his hands on the receiver, and the receiver slipped down, and it's a tip ball. When it's a tip drill in the secondary, more times than not, your defensive backs are going to come down with it. Great tip by Gilchrist, and Conley did the rest. Lee came downfield as a support, and Conley goes 36 yards for the first touchdown of this game, and here's the brand-new kicker on the field for the first time. He's one for one. It's 7-0. But you know the mantra today. Just finish, baby. The Raiders have started well in every game. And again today, 7-zip. Your Raiders. You're listening to Compass Media Networks. This is the NFL. When Gary and Conley caught that first interception and ran it back for a TD, I thought I was going to fall out of my seat. First of all, he's not a very good player, and boom, I just said it last week, and here he comes. He showed up. I hope he listened to our show, because if that's what it takes, I hope he continues to do better, um, because he needs to. He's a horrible tackler. But he did do a great job in this game. He deflected passes. He was on top of the receivers. I mean... I got to give the guy props just for that in general in this contest. There's no quit in this dog. Uh, that's one thing I can say about the Raider teams of the past, and you guys know what I'm talking about here. You know how the Raiders, in a losing season, typically with uh, these coaches of the past, would fold up and go home. I mean, literally uh, every game, about the middle of the game, guys would say, okay, it's enough. I'm not going to play anymore. I remember those. I know you do. This team is not that, those teams. And I think that's that's Coach Gruden. I think that's him. Him driving this uh, in his own image of intensity and no quit. Because that's certainly his demeanor. Let me just talk about Brandon Parker at the right tackle position. Penn should be cut this week. Uh, I think he did a fabulous job. He'll keep doing a great job. Let's keep this kid out there because he needs to learn that position this year. It's not like we're going to the Super Bowl. So I don't know why you would bring Penn back. Maybe because you're paying him. But, um, man... I think this Brandon Parker guy is a much better player, and he played very well in this defense, which is, hey, man, they're no joke. They came after Carr with a million different blitz packages, and he picked up a lot, sold it Colton Miller. I'm really happy with these two guys. These two picks have been very, very good. Let me just say that. Thank you, John Gruden, not Veggie McKenzie. 
Now let's just talk about Bryant for just a second because he had a chance to really take this game over with a single catch in the end zone that Derek Carr threw perfectly well. The ball lands in his chest, bounces off, incomplete. He had nobody near him. I don't even know what to say except for on Bryant. I'm not sure about this cat. I know why Pittsburgh got rid of him. Uh, Just doesn't seem to be able to find the ball. I don't know. Sometimes he does good. Sometimes he does not so good. I don't know. Maybe the jury's still out. But that was a crucial, easy catch that he should have pulled in. That's all I'm going to say about that player for now. Now, Carr threw two picks in this game, which has been very concerning for me. Now, he, he redeemed himself with some great quarterback play. He did... Very well, except for those two picks. Now, one was a tip pass. The other one, not so much. I'm worried about this trend with our quarterback again. Even though we won, and it took him um, to win the game because he did win the game for us with the way he performed. I got to say that. Got to give him those props. But two interceptions, one, like I said, tip ball, not really his fault. It was a little high, for even for, for Cook standards, um, it was high. And he tried to get that ball. And if Cook wouldn't even have tipped it, they still would have got it. Bad passes in bad places. Carr's got to fix that shit because it's not good uh, for a young, growing team. Like I said, I don't see us going too far. Marshawn Lynch in this game was a complete Beast. I have not seen him run like this for an entire game uh, until this game. Marshawn Lynch, by the way, is running better than he's ever run as a Raider, by, by far the best. I think, you know, when he came, when John first took over last year, uh, he ran, he, he read the riot act to beast mode. And he wanted, remember he was talking about, I need a full-time beast mode and I thought it was more just being around the building and, you know, being uh, showing up on time to meetings and all that. But really, John, you know, it's pretty clear what he wants to do. Uh, he wants to get under center and run 14 blast or 40 blast. And he wants Keith Smith and a fullback lead going back to the days of John Ritchie and Zach Crockett. And he wants to slam it. And he's got the most expensive left guard, center, right guard in the history of football. And he wants to give the ball to beast mode. And, he challenged Beast Mode to be more accountable in the offseason, and Marshawn said, no, I can't do it. I, you know, And John basically said, I'm the guy here. I control contracts. And Marshawn came back in, and he's a different guy. And I, I'd like to see, he doesn't talk to anybody except when it's on his terms and the Beast Mode production's hanging around. But I, I think he's lost weight. He's playing lighter. He's playing quicker. And Rondé Barber made the point, and it's obvious, you know, Marshawn Lynch just breaks. How many tackles did he break yesterday? I mean, it was like one game long, broken tackle. But he is his feet are so quick now that you're not getting a full body on beast mode. You're not tackling him. You're not going to get him with half a body or a quarter of a body or an arm tackle or get his thigh pad. He'll run right through you. And there's no doubt his foot quickness, which quickened up, Second half of last year after he came back from the suspension, it was much better, but he's way, way better this year than at any point he was last year. And I think a lot of it is he's in better shape. 
he is clearly energized by this, and he kept him in the game yeah. for long stretches there. But that was just a wildly insane game. <laughs> he was a man possessed, and he was pissed. He was furious. He ran with anger and purpose, and it was a great thing to see. What he did, 130 yards? Amazing. Amazing for this 30-plus-year-old dude, which is getting it done, and I'm really happy about seeing that. I think also on his runs, I think we could do a better job of blocking downfield. I'm not seeing a lot of good blocks downfield. I see a couple. Um, We should be working on that for him at least. Dwayne Harris, boy, did we miss this guy. This returner, which is a special teams player of the week, and I say the special needs team, is getting a little more special. The kicker, the rookie, winning the game, missing a field goal off the dirt, but winning the game, um, that's enough for me. Uh, Rookie rookie kicker, first time ever in the NFL on stage. Man, that's a lot of stress for a young man. Kudos to him, but he's got to get that – that 47 to 52 yard kick down a lot better than that. Cook, two TDs. Need I sell more? Uh, Jordy Nelson again showed up in this game. I just have to say the team played with grit. And even though the defense, I mean, some of these runs, oh my gosh, we need to tackle so much better. We need to stop these, you know, it wasn't a jet sweep that got us this time. They did great on those calls. It was blowing through holes that were huge right in the middle of the field. I know our defense is a work of progress. I got to give them a gold star for this game because they did do very well. They three and out like crazy. They played much better in this game than they had the rest earlier this season. Got to give them kudos The offense played enough to win. The defense played well enough to win. But I said on my last show, we needed 40 points to win this game. I take that back. We needed 45 to beat the Browns. (laughs) Oh, God. That is a bleak picture. Even though the Browns are a pretty good team, they're up and coming. Brutal heart attack game at the very end. Thanks to a lot of good things, we got the kick, we got the win in overtime. Although I would say the Raiders didn't win. (laughs) It's that uh, uh, Cleveland lost the game in so many ways. It's beyond me. And honestly, I like Hugh Jackson, but if he's going to turn over the play calling and the play designing to Todd Haley, then I'm not sure I wouldn't throw him in the Cuyahoga River today. I mean, it's just a... How do you lose that game so many, so many times, although he could make the point that Al Riverone in New York took it from him. The irony is the Raiders, maybe the league feels sorry for him because they actually aided them in not losing a football game. Man, I don't know if my heart can take very many more of these games because it was brutal. You know, we were looking at 0-4, and uh, that's an ugly look for anybody. I'm glad that we got our first win. It was like winning the Super Bowl in the locker room. Everybody laid it all out there in this game. 
and we got to get up and do it again. So kudos to the Raiders for pulling this out, man, because and this looked like a for sure loss in the fourth quarter again. But the Raiders finished, thank goodness, and brought the W home. So now we're one and three. Hell of a lot better than oh and four. So kudos to the Raiders. Raider Nation was big, uh, really loud. We were letting it out there. We are doing our part. Um, but damn. you uh, Jackson knew that they let one slip away. And uh, I think uh, Gruden knew that we lucked out and got the W. Uh, a lot of things had to go our way to get this win. And, um, and they did. Good job, Raiders. Good job on the W. And that is all I have to say about that. It's going down for real. It's going down for real. And now ready, no, it's, 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 it's going down But the Oakland Raiders travel to Los Angeles, California, which is really good for a lot of Raider fans in LA because I'm sure there will be no blue, very little blue in the stadium. And, you know, I'm sure it bugs the living daylights. As a matter of fact, Philip Rivers said it deep down. It hurts him. <laughs> Good job, Raider Nation. Fill that place up with the silver and black. Make it be known that you're there, which is really good. And, uh, yeah, just like that. It bothers Rivers. You know, it bothers everybody on the team. That's a great thing. That's a, that's a 12th man for the Raiders, and we need that in this game. The two and two Chargers go against the one and three Raiders. They're in LA. Now they just beat the 49ers barely. Uh, and the Niners, uh, they, they beat them 29 to 27. Uh, that's an odd score, but still, um, they won. They dug it out. Rivers threw a couple of picks, but he's a good quarterback. And listen, he's thrown 11 touchdowns to two picks. This year, those were his two right there in that game. Unlike Derek Carr, I didn't want to venture to say how many picks. Five, eight, it's crazy. Too many is what it is. Rivers playing great football. Um, Melvin Gordon's playing great football. Uh, the weaknesses, it's, it's kind of funny to look at their team because it looks very much like ours. Their offensive line is not real super stout. They have a couple of injuries on their line. They're filling it up pretty good. Uh, Gordon's running up. They averaged against the Niners 5.4 yards per carry. That's pretty damn good for their two backs. Um, Gordon broke off some monster runs, and I think that if we're not careful, they're going to follow the Brownies and try to run everything. Jet sweeps, you know, up the middle. I just don't know if their O-line is capable of making that happen in the Raiders. We'll see. We have to stop the run for sure. And uh, old man Gates is still catching footballs out there, which is crazy. And they're using Gordon a lot out of the backfield on their third down plays. He can catch the ball, and boy, can he get runs after the catch, which is uh, our yards after the catch. That's really his forte in this offense. The special teams is hurting. <laughs> it's hurting bad. Um, their returner's been out too. They've had issues just like we have. 
and they're trying to get those done. They have trouble with their kicker. Um, it sounds very familiar to me. So the other thing that I think is to our advantage, the, the Chargers have started really slow this year. They don't really pick up until like the second half, which is not really a good thing for us. But what that means is we got to score early, often, and keep scoring way into the fourth quarter. 40 points. I'm just saying. We need 40 points to win a game. I'm telling you that the rest of the year. If we don't get 40 points, um, there's a good chance we're not going to win that, that game. Um, that's because our defense is not so stout, and it's getting better. i to say our defense has, has improved every game a little bit in every area. I'm feeling a little happier about the way they're playing. Now, they're going to have to play real well against Phillip Rivers and this San Diego Chargers team. I think we can win this game. We have to win this game. We have to win it. We have to win it. <laughs> we have to win the next two games, really, to be 500. That's the goal. This is the next step in a winning more tradition for the Oakland Raiders. We won one game. They tasted it. But they also tasted what it took to win a game. Um, our defense is going to have to play even better than they did last week, for sure. And our offense has got to play far better. We cannot have Carr throwing interceptions. That just has got to come to a complete freaking halt. Our receivers need to catch the football. Now, for me... I think they should sit down, what's-his-face, Bryant. I think they should sit him and have Harris try to get out there and play wide receiver a little bit and see if they can get some separation because no one's seen him on film in the wide receiver department. That might be a good thing for us. I know he has better hands. I hope he has better hands. But Bryant... And that was a brutal drop last game. I doubt that they're going to do anything because it uh, looks like the coach has fallen in love with Bryant. I'm not so much, but uh, it is what it is. We have to perform better than we did last week because the Brownies, as good as they may be on paper, are who they are, and we beat them. And no one's no – one's waving flags or shooting up fireworks, except for us, because it's finally a win. But um, Chargers are looking to make some moves this year. They started off last year 0-4, and then they ran the table. So, you know, they're just sputtering along so far. And if if we don't get it together, well, then they're going to be over us in the division. This is a divisional game. It's a huge contest. The good thing is it's in the West Coast time zone. We're not going to lose any sleep. We're not going to have to get up any earlier. We can play the game in, in California, which is a really good thing. It might be a little hot, maybe. But uh, I think that we can win this game, too. We can beat the Chargers at their home field because it's a home game for us. Let's go, Raiders. Let's beat the Chargers. You know, field goal for sure, I think we could 
win by field goal. Don't put money on me because I ain't done so good so far. But uh, I think we can beat them, even if it's just a slight beating. Uh, but we just cannot fall behind the Chargers. We must get up on top of them and make them play from behind. That's how we have to do it because we do not do well playing from behind, uh, especially if it starts early. We must get on top of the Chargers and snuff them out completely in the fourth quarter. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. Tell us what you're feeling. <laughs> Tell us how you're feeling and how you're doing out there in Raider land. All right, who's our first caller of the show? And our first caller is Johnny Utah. What is happening, my Utah brother? Hello, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Johnny Utah. Man, I don't think any of us thought we'd be 0-3. So excited for Gruden to come back. I don't know. I just I want to think he can right the ship at some point. Uh, is it time for the suicide hotline yet? It's feeling like it. I think we're getting there. Uh, what about that? Did you see that press conference? Did you hear that? With Chucky, where that little line slipped out and said, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Yeah, that that ain't good. I don't think anytime you hear that, that's good. And uh, I don't know, I'm sure everybody else will talk about where we need to improve and all things going on with the team, so I won't get into that. But we all know we're not there, and I hope someday we will be because I'm with you, sick of this rebuilding stuff. We'll say stuff. Um, anyway, love you guys. Appreciate the podcast. Nice to have a place to vent and, uh, be able to keep up with what's going on with the Raiders and God bless you guys and you have a good day. I'm out. First, thanks for the call, brother. And, you know, it's funny you would bring that up because I did notice him say that. Matter of fact, they listened to it a couple of times. I'm hoping in my mind, I'm hoping that what he's talking about is the end of Reggie McKenzie's tenure in Oakland. I'm hoping that's what the behind the scene thing is because Reggie can't pick a player to save his life. I'm, I'm hoping that that's where we're going um, with that. I hope that's at the comment, but we beat the Brownies ever so slightly, but we did win. We got the W we're one and four or one and three so we're moving on. We got a W. It's nice to have. So we have to be positive about our direction. Yes, we're rebuilding. And we've already known that that's where we're going to be. <laughs> Appreciate the call, bro. And our next caller is Jersey Boy Raider. He's in the house. <laughs> What's happening, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Jersey Boy Raider. Well, last week when I called in, I used the word gut-wrenching when we lost to the Donkeys on a game that we should have never lost. This week, losing to Miami after blowing yet another, not only second-half lead, but another fourth-quarter lead. 
the word I'm using right now is numb. I literally sat on the couch just watching the game when it was over. It's almost like you just sit there and you just have to let that sink in, that we are 0-3. And, Greg, I know that you said from the start that you thought we would be no, no better than 6-10. and 10. And, you know, you, you're the genius here. You're looking like you called it. Um, I had us going a little better, maybe 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, don't laugh. But, and the main reason why? John Gruden. That's why you brought him in here. And you had enough talent, or I think you have enough talent on the team to be able to at least compete and not blow games every week in the second half, namely in the fourth quarter. And each game so far has kind of had a story, right, or a theme, if you will. There's a reason why we're losing every game. Maybe there's a three or four or five reasons, but it seems to be one. Hate to jump on him again, but Keith Smith dropping the ball on the fourth down. That was huge against Denver because if he makes that catch, you win. Okay. Maybe one and one. This past week, it was earlier on in the game, but I thought it set a tone, especially for Miami at home, when we have fourth and inches. And I thought Marshawn Lynch, I think he's having a very good season in these, in these three games, is just running over people. Contact, high, hitting him high, taking you for another three, four, five yards. I love watching. He's a joy to watch this season, okay? He can't get that ball in the, from fourth and inches? Of course he can. He knows he can. Everybody knows he can. But Gruden, and I've been getting on him about the play calling, again, getting too cute. Let's hand it off to the fullback. Not the right call. Everybody knows that. Why do we bring him in here? We bust on Pete Carroll that. He still hears it. Well, you're doing the same thing, Gruden. I don't understand it. Real quick, I know everyone wants to get on car about this, and you know, the media, the fans. But you know what? I will say one thing. Carr some very bad intercept, timely, untimely interceptions. I'll give, I'll say that. And, and, you know, I'm the biggest defender of Carr. Uh, he's still throwing though, um, for 80% completion percentage, thousand yards already. Um, he has looked good. He, um, I, I just think that right now this team has to start winning and, and winning is an attitude. And I think as long as we're losing, he's going to get most of the blame. I get that. Um, but think about it guys, even at his best against Denver, we still lost. You know, he's not not getting the ball in from fourth and inches. He's not letting, you know, blocked extra points come in and losing games. He's not doing that. He's not dropping the ball on fourth down. The defense, and he's not the defense each and every week giving up these leads. So even at his best against Denver, we're still losing. So you can blame Carr all you want. You can pick any player. I think it's coming down to the defense. And when is Paul Gunther going to be called out? The defense, it's the defensive guru. Every week, this team loses from the defense. Just giving up points. The pitch on the outside, guy runs 70 yards. Really? I, I don't understand it. Every week. Another thing, Gruden saying that there's a lot more going, be- behind, going on behind the scenes. That's um, concerning. Very concerning. Why is that not being questioned more? He says it with a smirk. It's funny. I love Gruden. I couldn't wait for him to get here. But I got to tell you right now, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I don't understand it. I don't understand how this team could not be prepared each and every week and have leads and blow them. That's coaching, guys. That's coaching. I feel like here we go again. I was at the game last year against uh, the Redskins in D.C. You remember that game? It all went downhill from there. Is this happening again? Started a little bit early, but is this the mindset that the team is in? The locker room that Gruden's supposed to clean out? He's got a big job to do. He says we have a lot of work to do. I'm tired of hearing them go a long way to go. 
we shouldn't have a long way to go. Not a long way to go. Not with you coming in with enough talent here to win. Three winnable games coming up, guys. Three winnable games. Let's see if we can do something in these next few games. If we don't win this week, though, in Cleveland, the word, the word next week, Ritter Greg, I don't think with the new format, I'll be able to say it. <laughs> with that being said, Ritter Greg, I appreciate everything. Ritter Randy, you know that. Raider Nation, let's keep our heads up. I love you guys. Please, please, please just win. And with that being said, Jersey Boy Raider out. First off, great freaking call, as usual, but it was a great call. A lot of great points being made here. Yes, cars, 80% passer rating. Yep, but his interceptions are brutal, and they're always at the wrong time. Not that there would be any at the right time, but two of them were in the end zone, which are just not (laughs) – that's where you're there. You're already ready to get a score, and now you're not, not only not scoring, but you're giving the other team an opportunity to score. Bad, very bad interceptions. And I, I'm not saying he sucks. I'm just saying that, you know, in this offense, with this coach and this staff and these players, this is what's happening to him. We've seen him with different coaches, different receivers. I mean, we've seen him with a bunch of different plays. So maybe this offense isn't the best for him. I can't speak to that. I do agree with you. Why you let Lee run the ball at one yard when you have beast mode there sitting there? I don't know. Too fancy, too cute. Cost us the game for sure. I don't get it either. I don't know why we, we didn't beat Denver, but I can tell you why they're giving Gunther a lot of slack. Because they traded away his best player. I mean, when he came here, he thought he was going to have Khalil Mack as a rusher. I'm sure that Gunther was planning on having this guy in the lineup every game. And he was scheming for that. And then they just sucked him out of the, the lineup. That's taking your best player from your side of the ball. That is a brutal Removal, especially when you really don't have a great pass rush to begin with. I think our defense is growing. I think they're getting better. Um, I think the push is better in the middle. I still worry about the edges. We have a problem sealing off the edges. And and when we seal the edges, the middle's wide open. I don't know the answer. I'm not a coach. But I know that Gunther has got a lot of slack because they decimated his defense with one trade. Um, Another than that, we did beat the Browns, barely. I'm sure you understand what that means. Um, And we're in a rebuild, bro. Listen, (laughs) we're in a rebuild. That's why my, my prediction was so weak, and I don't even know if we make six. Could be four. Uh, but I know we can win these next three games. I know we we beat the Browns. We can beat the Chargers. And I think we can beat the, the Seacocks. So uh, I agree with you. But we just have to see who shows up on Sunday, what magic is in store for the Raiders. So far, I'm buying more Tums and a little more high blood pressure medicine from my doctor. And I suggest we all do. 
the same. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is the Chucktown Raider. He's up in the house. What do you have for us, my Raider brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is the Chucktown Raider. It's been a little while since I've called in. Um, <laughs> been listening to Raider Greg just, oh, man, <laughs> you've been having a hard time, bro. I'm hearing you go from one end to the other, positive to negative to, to who knows what. You're ready to cash in all your chips and look for some other game to play. Well, I tell you what, I got one thing to say. Can we not leave this situation alone anymore for that player who shall remain unnamed in this call? Uh, he did not want to be a Raider. Our record would not be better with him because we're not going to win any games with people staying home. That's what he was doing, <laughs> okay? He was pulling the Le'Veon Bell, whatever. The only people that really made a good deal over this debacle was that guy's agent. And he didn't want to be a Raider. If he did want to be a Raider, he would have showed up and he would have negotiated. I'll tell you what. I was a Raider fan many decades before this kid came along. And even though I loved him, even though he did good, he didn't have the heart to stay. He was he was more interested in that payday. And I, I, I don't begrudge him that. He puts his body on the line every time. But all I'm saying is don't shed any tears over this fellow Raider Nation. He did not want to be a Raider. He wanted to get that dollar. Well, he's got that. So guess what? We're going to do what we've always done, and that's doing what we can with what we've got. It's never been glamorous. Even when we were great, we were glamorous, man. I mean, this is uh, this is almost 40 years of fandom talking. So, uh, hey, I love y'all. I love the nation. Thanks for bringing us inter- entertainment, and thanks for stirring the pot, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Y'all have a great one. This is the Chuck Town Raider, and I'm out. You are funny, bro. That is funny. The funniest thing is the last thing you said about the Raiders have never been that way. We've always been spastic. And you are so... Anybody who's watched this team for any time, even when we were going to the Super Bowl, there were many games where your throat, your heart was in your throat, and we just barely pulled it out. That is a fact. The heart attack Raiders have been that way from the beginning. Uh, we've had some dominant games, don't get me wrong, but really there's been a lot of games where you're just, <laughs> you're absolutely right. And that you say that, it's funny because of where we are right now. And when you say the one who shall not be named, <laughs> reminds me of the movie, um, the Ten Commandments with Moses. His name will be stricken from all the pylons and from all paper and all over. And well, you know what? You can't do that with Mac because it was a big deal. It'll always be a big deal to me. And I have to beg to differ with you. We would have won against Denver. Uh, we would have played much better against the Browns. I think uh, L.A., I don't think we would have made much of a difference. But I know versus the Donkeys and the Browns and actually the Dolphins, 
that's a winning factor, brother. I disagree. We need a pass rusher. We don't have a single one. And that little bit with Gunther's defense, trust me on this, we would have been much better off. And I think when we get a guy, a pass rusher, which we will, uh, we will all see the improvement in our team in general. Love the call. Appreciate it, brother. Our next caller, I'm not sure exactly how he says it, but I'm going to say it, the stranger. (laughs) Kind of creepy, but whatever works, bro. What's up? Yo, what's up, Raider, 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 Randy? It's the stranger. I'm back. Okay. You know, I was really curious about the tone of the Miami post-game podcast, and, you know, you did a great job putting everything into perspective and, you know, pulling us back in off the ledge. Yet, for me, this fan, I, it won't be that simple just, you know, for me to put the Mac trade in the rearview mirror and move on like you suggested. Not this year. Every close game, I'll be asking the what if. Like, right now, we could easily be 2-1. and one. So, which brings me to my next point. You know, the NFL law of averages should have us winning this game at home, you know, but I'll be holding my breath. Besides the Browns beating us 10-1 to in the turnover department, if we continue with no pressure up front, we could be in big trouble against this Baker guy. You know, I don't want to see the coronation of the heir apparent to the throne. And watching Mayfield come off the bench in that game, I'm telling you, man, this guy can make the throws. And uh, he looked every bit the part of a big-game quarterback. And he was just literally throwing darts all over the place, many of which, which were dropped, hitting guys right in the hands. And, uh, and uh, I'm telling you, man, this guy, if you get a little bit of confidence and time in the pocket, it could be all the difference in this game. I think this guy's going to be that good, just from what I've seen and coming off the bench in that half. And, uh, you know, we could have been for a shocker, man, if this guy has time to sit back there. But, uh, you know, the whole world is watching and cheering for the Browns to get the W. So, you know, heaven forbid, but if the Raiders go 1-4, you know, I think that's going to be the straw that breaks the spirit and the confidence of the locker room. And, uh, you know, we're about to find out in a few hours. So, cross your finger, guys. Good luck. Go Raiders. Well, you obviously didn't get the memo about we can't say Mac. (laughs) I want to say his name every time it pisses me off because it does. And you're right. We could have won two games for sure. I'm telling you, we'd have beat the Broncos. We certainly would have beat the Fish. No doubt in my mind if we had a pass rush at all in those games, period. I don't care what anybody else says. Those are facts in my mind. So we beat the Browns, and we beat the Browns in a very stroke, heart attack-ish fashion. Um, Another Raider victory, snatched from defeat, barely. Uh, Gosh, what a heart attack game that was. Hard to watch, not hard to watch. It's hard to rewatch, that's for sure, because there's just so many changes and turns and twists. It's nice. It would be nice this year if we get a solid win. I mean, that's what I would like to see. Win by 14 points. Win by two touchdowns. Win by 10 points. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, uh, you know, by 21 and win by 10. That would be nice. But that would take a defense, bro. It would take a defense. So, yeah, 
This we're riding this whole thing out. Like I said, new coach, new playbook. Um, yeah, you know, when we lost to Miami, we we're all in three. What are you going to do, man? You can't go back. So you have to go forward. So that's what we got to do, man. And I'm, I know you're not real happy today. Even though we won, it was the way we won. <laughs> that is very puzzling. Me too. That's how I feel. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller, the girl, the woman, the raider. Callie in the South is in the house. What's up, girlfriend? Okay, Raider Greg, I got 42 seconds on the clock right now, and I'm I'm, I'm putting you guys on. Shoot. Go, Raiders. I mean, we got this against the Browns. Are you kidding me? We got to go for two. 42 seconds left. Here we go. Second and 15. Derek is going back. Oh, my God, go! Good, run by our life! Oh, my God. I mean, we are going to get this. You said six wins. I mean, I think you I think you counted the Browns. 34 seconds left. And while there is a break, I do have to say thank you, Raider Randy, for giving me that show that I needed with my Ruthless Rubes. You mean the world to me for that. You meant the world to me before. You mean the world to me more now. And here we go. Derek Carr going back. First off, that was a great and dramatic memory, uh, walking down memory lane of the last minute of the game with Jordy Nelson getting the two-point conversion and the Raiders going ahead and scoring and winning the game. Callie in the South, obviously one of the tribe of the Raider Nation for sure. Um, if you can't tell, I'm telling you, man, she's certainly um, – a great fan. And what she was talking about, she had a very good friend, Ruthless Ruby, who had also called into the show. And uh, Randy had sent her the tape of it, of that show, because she had passed from cancer, I believe. I'm very sad. My deepest condolences, and I'm sure everyone's on the show. I'm very sorry for your loss. 
And it's cool that Randy could bring back um, just a few moments of her voice. I'm sure that was a heartwarming experience. God bless you, honey, and your, your friend's family at that time. And our next caller is Houston Raider Steve. What you got for us, my good brother? Raiders! Hey, this is Houston Raider Steve. Man, they really pulled one out of you know what today. When they were up 42 to 34, Cleveland, I said, oh, fuck. We're going to lose this game, man. It got away. I said, I said, Randy, a text. He's over in another part of the world. And I said, Hey, Randy, we suck again. <laughs> this is the karma. We, we've sucked ever since the Vegas announcement. And then they come back and tie the game, and they won it. And old Lane Brunt Musburger on the radio, they did the highlights on the radio. First time I heard anything besides, you know, talking to Siri. Hey, Siri, what's the score of the Raiders game? He said, just finish, baby. They get their first win. And I said, man, this guy can't even hold a candle to, to, to Greg Papa, man. This is junior high school JV announcer. Man, I can't even, I can't listen to that lame ass. Anyway, Raider Nation, we're not going to, we're probably not going to go to the playoffs, but we pulled one out when we had to. Sometimes you win games, you should have lost, and sometimes you lose games, you should have won. Something like that. Anyway, they got it. They got it done. Win is a win. Gruden's first win. Uh, my friend uh, Mike, and uh, he's a lifelong fan. He used to go to the games in the Coliseum days. He and Sarah from Michigan. And super fan, Mr. Dan, and Slayton and his brother, Jamie, they come in for their one game a year, each of them, and I'm glad they saw the win, man. What a way to go, man. The Raiders pulled one out. Couldn't believe it. I'll be happy. I'm going to go to Molly's. I called up Molly's and my friends over there. They all dress in black, and they all know that I'm a huge Raider fan, and they always answer the phone, Raiders! And they're all cheering like hell when the Raiders are in prime time. Hey. Don't give up, Raider Nation. We're going to make this a fun. This is going to be one hell of a year, man. We're just going to do the best we can and fight and scratch every single way. But anyway, I love you guys. Love the blue line. Keep it up. And the Raiders are back, baby. If only for one week. We'll take what we can get. We can't be choosy. I'm out. Bye. Isn't it wonderful what the W does for the Raider Nation? <laughs> Uh, it's all, it's all it takes. All it takes. I'll be happy if we get the W every week. I know everybody else will too. We got a challenge this week. It's a little bit more challenging than last week, but I think we can do it. Thanks for the call, Steve. And our next caller is Raider Tony. The Northwest Raider is in the house. What you got for us, bro? Raider Nation. Raider Greg, this is Raider Tony, the Northwest Raider, calling from my parents' house in the East Bay. <laughs> we came down for the game. Um, we plan to come down to all the home games as of right now, except the game in London, because um, that's just too far and just can't do it. But man, this was probably one of the most exciting games I have seen in person in my life and I've seen some pretty exciting ones especially during John's first stint with the Raiders and then the year after um it just you know I'm just happy for the team that they got their finally you know they finally got their first win of the year I think it was kind of a elephant in the room 
And, you know, I mean, we all know that they should have won against the Broncos. Raiders played better. They deserved that win. They didn't get it. They came up short by a point in the last minute. And then heartbreak again against the Dolphins. That was even worse. You know, Raiders again outplayed the Dolphins. You know, had better stats and everything and came up short in the last minute against the Dolphins. And that was just a heartbreaker, too. So it was nice to finally win the heartbreaker. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm, I'm just so happy right now. It's going to be a nice flight back home. Very nice flight back to Seattle. Um, long night, but it'll be a nice flight. And uh, I'm just, you know, happy. You know, it was nice to take the family and, you know, just hoping, man, that we would pull out the win there, you know, um, because I was kind of, uh, to be honest with you, that second quarter, I was starting to wonder, like, uh-oh, guys, come on. There's no way we can blow this game to the Browns. This is the Raiders' game to win. We all know it, and they know it. And, uh, you know, so it was just I came in expecting us to win, so it would have really sucked to have lost. But, you know, the Browns played good. They're a good team. They're not a bad team. They've got a good coach, Hugh Jackson, you know, and I've I've got respect for that guy. You know, he did good for us when he was our coach. Um, you know, just Mark, just, uh, you know, wanted to get his own, bring in his own coach, you know, so that's why he fired you. But uh, anyway, um, you know, I knew the Browns were going to play well. I just, uh, you know, I'm just so happy, though, that we pulled out the close game. I hope Derek Carr is uh, out of his funk. Uh, you know, Beast Mode played just incredible. I mean, beast mode was beast mode. And, you know, he it, it's special for him because he's, you know, grew up a Raider fan and his mom is a lifelong Raider fan and his mom is at every game, Mama Lynch. So, uh, you know, just uh, good to, to watch them win and um, really, you know, just happy for the team, happy for Coach Gruden and on to the next game against the Chargers. I can't wait for the podcast and hear what everyone has to say and great game Raiders and on to the next game. First off, thanks for the call, bro. And yes, you brought your family to one of the most exciting contests uh, other than the Chiefs game last year. This is a pretty good one. And to see us win it at the end um, definitely put some wind back in our sails and hopefully the team will take this and be able to move on to the next contest, the next home game, <laughs> the home away game in Los Angeles and take on the Chargers. I think we can win that one too, brother. Thanks for the call, man. Glad you got to see that contest in person, though. Great game. And our next caller is Raider Pete from Salinas. What you got for us, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Nation, what's going on? This is Raider Pete calling from Salinas. Man, what a game, what a game. It was like a roller coaster. Started out good. It was looking really bad for a minute there. We got a couple of calls by the refs, you know, helped us out at the end of the game. Carr had a very good game, but... And again, he had two picks. He was undecisive. Um, he got hit a couple of times, took a couple of big hits. 
at the end of the day, we got that win. Marshawn Lynch, he balled out again. Chucky were finally able to get that brown um, that brown grocery bag over his head off. He got his first win in almost 10 years, um, a little shy of 10 years. Um, his last win was actually my daughter's birthday, well, her born day, but, yeah. But nonetheless, let's go Raider Nation. Perfect. That's exactly how the game went down. I mean, we did get helps from the Zebras. <laughs> we needed the help. Uh, but that's how games go. Usually it uh, goes against us in those situations, but the things have to fall in the right way for you to get a victory sometimes, and we needed it in this damn game. That is for sure. Thanks for the call, brother. And Lynch, please, full beast mode for sure. And our next caller, Raider Jim from the East Coast, taking a deep breath. What's happening, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jim calling from the East Coast on a Monday, a victory Monday. Barely a victory, but a victory nonetheless. Calling just to say, man, that it's nice to get off the schneid, as as old Boomer used to say on ESPN. Nice to get off the schneid and get a win. Happy for Gruden, happy for Carr, happy for Lynch and the rest of the team that played so hard. Nice to see the defense um, make some big plays, although they gave, gave up some big plays too. It's nice to see them make some big plays, pick six. I can't remember the last time we had a had a pick six. Nice to see. Uh, first time in many years the Raiders have a 400-yard passer, two 100-yard receivers, and a 100-yard rusher in the same game. Marshawn Lynch, man, he just played his heart out. It was awesome to see. Good to see uh, uh, Cook and Cooper play hard and play well in the same game. And also for Jordy, even getting five catches and the the big one at the end with the with the touchdown, the two point two point um, extra point. Man, it was it was good to see. It's been a little uh, little ruined as far as the national media is concerned, which is another reason why I'm so thankful for the Raider Nation podcast because the national media has fallen in love with the Browns and Baker Mayfield, of course. And the Raiders, according to what they're all saying, was given the game by the referees, which makes me want to puke. All the years that we have put up with bad calls, we get a couple of calls our way, and they're controversial, no doubt, uh, that went our way at the end of the game. But there were some bad calls that did not go our way earlier in the game that we could cry about. For instance, the Marshawn Lynch run that they blew the whistle on that very well could have been a touchdown taken from us. And we could go on all day talking about that. But the fact that the the media is sitting here whining about the referees and national guys on NFL network and NBC last night, <laughs> bad calls. It's not fair for the Browns. It was enough to make me throw up. And, and this, and Baker Mayfield, yeah, he's tough, nice rookie quarterback for the Browns. And But, man, good gracious, the Raiders won. So, anyway, I guess to look for some love from the national media 
towards the Raiders. I should have given up on that about 40 years ago. Anyway, Greg, Randy, thanks for the podcast, man. Always enjoy calling and uh, and getting into conversation with the Raider Nation. God bless the Raider Nation. Go Raiders. You know, I thought I was the only one who noticed that, but I guess I'm just used to it with the announcers and all the horse crap about the Golden Browns comeback. And they're the little train that could this year. They're the hope of all the NFL trying to pull the Browns up because they didn't win any games last year. So they're winning games. They're playing better. But against us, of course, you're totally correct. Uh, Everyone's trying to steal our one win uh, from the Browns because a couple of penalties, like uh, like the other caller said too. Uh, you know, guess what? Welcome to the NFL, Browns. And if you want to know about penalties, talk to a Raider fan because we'll tell you about how many times penalties have stolen games, many, many games from us. I don't want to hear about it. I'm glad you brought it up because it really pisses me off, bro. <laughs> Thanks for the call. And our next caller, I haven't heard from him in a while, but I love this guy. He is totally Raider Nation. Raider Damien in Placer County. What is happening, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Damien up here in Placer County. How's it going, boys? Um, so first and foremost, the most important thing, we got the win, and that's what matters at the end of the day <laughs> and i know you love that sp- uh, saying greg um but that's all that really matters but that said here's my assessment i haven't called in all year greg uh so here we go um you know missed tackles missed blocks dropped balls underthrown balls overthrown balls yesterday we asked a rookie kicker who has never kicked off the dirt before to kick a 50-yard field goal. That, to me, was a poor coaching decision. I think the problem with the Raiders are that they need time to gel in Gruden's system. And I know everybody wants to go back to Khalil Mack and all these other things that have happened. Folks, that's all in the past. There's nothing we can do about that. We just got to move on. And I think the Raiders just need time to gel. They need time to work through these problems that they're having because we are in these games, but it's a few critical errors like stupid penalties at the wrong time and some of these dropped passes like back in the Denver game um, when the fullback missed that one on the fourth and one you know things like that you know and we will get through those we will get better so hang in there raider nation all right and remember at the end of the day we won the game against the browns regardless of the controversies around you know the measurements and those other things which by the way i can't believe that greg we actually had some of those calls go in our favor when was the last time we freaking saw that so all right raider nation raider greg raider randy i'm out of here Take care, everybody. Peace. That is so funny. At the end of the day, I hate that saying. I can't stand it when Coach uses it. And Dennis Allen used it every other sentence. Um, And I couldn't stand him either. And I hate to bring his name up in the first place. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. At the end of the week. But at the end of the day, we got to do a better job of being more consistent. But yes, we got two good calls from the refs, whatever. 
like everyone's going to say here, how many bad calls have we gotten from the zebras? Way too many calls in general and some real bad ones to take games from us in the past. I've said it before. I'll say it again. But we got the W. Happy about that. Like you say, we're growing. Gruden's offense, Gruden, players. It's a struggle. Going to be a struggle all year because we're all learning. uh, That's for sure. Thanks for the call, brother, as always. And our next caller is Raider Frank. I know this is him. I didn't hear his word, his name, but sure as hell sounds like him. What's going on, my brother? Raider Nation, Greg, Randy, how you guys doing this morning? It's a Monday wind day against the Cleveland Browns. No, I am not yet satisfied. Our defense gave up almost 300 yards to Baker Mayfield, a rookie quarterback. And don't tell me he's the next Johnny U because he's still a rookie and we still gave up all those yards, the touchdowns. Our defense is still horrible. Reggie Nelson is still horrible. Most of these guys are going to be gone next year because they're all on free agent deals. The offense, the offense played decently. They, yeah, they scored 45 points, but come on, against the Cleveland Browns, who, yeah, I'll give it to you, are a lot better than they were. They have a bunch of defensive studs on their team, but yet they're still young. We have a long way to go, and I don't know who's going to be the one leading us into the future, but it's looking kind of rough. Things are getting better, but come on, guys. Let's all take a real deep dive into this game and see what it's all about. The Cleveland Browns earlier in the year against Pittsburgh tied. Pittsburgh, as a result of yesterday, is still not looking good either. So we don't know what we, uh, how we can judge this team. And I'm just thinking we got a long way to go. I know in the future, next couple of years, this team is going to be completely changed. John Gruden's trying to get his, his system into place, but these aren't the guys that are going to be running the system. We still have a lot more to go, a longer way to go. All right, Ray the Greg. Thanks, man. Bye. You're absolutely right. 300 yards to the Brownies. Our defense is hurting, man. It's been hurting all year. It's going to hurt the rest of the year. Um, we did put up 45 points. That's a lot, something to say. Not every team can score. Uh, so at least we got something going on for us. I know that things are going to change. I've said it already. We're going to have 23 new players next year. And it's going to continue that way until he gets the players that he wants in place. And um, it's part of rebuilding, bro. What more do I need to say? And our next caller, the positive voice of the Oakland Raiders, the Prez, coming from you from the Oakland airport. And I'm sorry I missed you, man. I did go to that tailgate to see... A few people, uh, but I have a different tailgate I go to now. 
in the north parking lot. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to put my number out there so you guys can call me. Um, hit me up on Facebook, and I'll give you my phone number, and that way I'll know where to get you at what time. It's tough in the stadium to find anybody, but you can certainly find a lot of fun, and I'm sure you did. What's happening, brother? Raider Nation, this is the players calling at the Alton Airport. I told you I'd bring that victory, but good luck. It was ugly, but effective. Just uh, to be real short and sweet, because I got to get ready and board on this plane. Uh, needs work. We got lucky. I'm not going to really celebrate, but a win is a win is a win. I guess the last controversial call, maybe they'll uh, give us back there when Beast Mode was about to get ready and break for a sure home run, long touchdown. Too many marginal errors, but again, we won. I cut him a little slack on that part right there. Um, as you can tell, my tone is very tired and worn out because I had a good time. I will be back again, God's willing, for the Steelers game to say farewell to Oakland. And uh, that's it. They just hang in there and let's see what happens. You know, I would have personally loved that we just worn out. But uh, Carr and the Raiders, you dodged the bullet. So I saw the press conference when John Gruden was saying that it's not good enough, though, and I think I understand where he's coming from. And if he's sitting the kicker to go ahead and keep the, full, the, the football game-winning score on second down, that says a lot about the confidence he has in this quarterback. And uh, I don't think he's looking too good for Carr. I may say even at the end of the season, he might be gone, bro. I can kind of see the John Gruden's mannerism in his face and between the lines and everything. He's not sold on Carr. Unless he pulls a 380 and shape, shape up and get it done, He's gone. All right, Raider Nation. Um, this is the prayers again. I know I sound different than usual. I got to get pumped back up. Long flight back home. Take care. Let's see what we go against those dead boats. Raiders. Well, it sounds like you went to a Raider game, man. You're tired, wore out. You walked, you drank, you had a lot of fun, laughed a lot, cried a lot, and then went through that near heart attack game which would take a lot out of anybody. <laughs> it took a lot out of me. Took a lot out of me. Took a lot out of us. And even though we got the W, it was, like you say, man, it was kind of a hollow W, even though we got it. I'd like to have seen us really win this game and beat them, but we barely won. And that's just not the way you want to play. I know Carr's throwing 80%. I hear it. He's throwing a lot of good balls. It's not the ones that are good that I'm worried about. It's the bad ones. Turnovers are the death in football games. They're death. They're death to the game. Can't have them. And when you throw them, especially when you're throwing them on your side or their side of the field where you're trying to get up the field to score, those are poison, man. I hope he can get that figured out in this new offense. He's learning the new offense, too. I know he doesn't look very good. Nobody looks very good. So, again, we're growing, we're learning, and we're training, we're rebuilding. That's what we're doing. Let's keep an eye on the real ball, which is the rebuilding one, because that's what we're doing. Appreciate the call. 
I'm glad you had a good time, man, because there's no place like home. And for all you guys out there, let me just say this. Take example of the Prez. He's coming back for the last home game, which he thinks. I think so, too. If you're thinking about seeing the Raiders at the Raider Nation in the Black Hole of Oakland, California, which is a amazing sight to see if you're a Raider fan, best get on a plane and get out here and sit your ass in a seat, even though we're not having the best season. This phenomenon, people, will be over when they move to Vegas. You will not see anything like it. There won't be anything there like it. Uh, I can guarantee you that. So make a trip, make a plan, come see the Raiders before they move. It's well worth it, man. For those that's gone, tell your friends and neighbors, because you know what it's like. The Prez knows what it's like. Now get your butt in a seat, get out here and, and, and party with the Raider Nation. There's nothing like it. You've heard it before, and you'll continue to hear it till we do move. And then we'll see what the new thing is. Because this is the old thing and old school, and I kind of like that kind of stuff. Well, thank you for the call, brother. And, you know, this is a win. It's a weak-ass win, but it's a win. I'll take it. Got to play better against San Diego. Let's learn how to win. I hope we got that lesson. And we can go to another home game in L.A. Pull off the W against Oh Rivers, cry me a river. Yep, that guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. A great competitor, though. Uh, he's t- he's taken it to us a few times, so they can still do it. But I think we can win this game, too. This is a winnable game for the Raiders. If the Super Freaks come out, we could get the W against the chargeless, nutless, boatless Chargers. That's what I'm saying. I'm Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>